Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very, very first episode of Pop Cultish. I'm excited. I'm here with my lovely wife, Emily. Hey. And this is it. This is the very first episode, mm-hmm. Pop Cultish, the podcast that doesn't care if Star Wars is better or Star Trek is better, as long as there's cool space explosions. Always cool space explosions. I'm excited. We're going to have yeah. fun with this podcast. We're going to have, we're going to talk and talk to people and do all sorts of fun stuff. All sorts of fun stuff. Pop Cultish. Is a show where we will talk about anything. Movies, games, music, yeah. comics. If there's a fandom for it, we're going to talk about it. Literally and it's going to be awesome. Sometimes it'll be just Tony. Sometimes it'll be just me, which will be awesome. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we would love to have guests on at any time. Um, we're just happy to be here yeah you know it's uh we've had a very entertaining summer and there's been a there's been a lot going on that's kind of prompted us to to do a podcast like this where we can kind of talk about our own stuff and 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 the cool things that we've kind of uh been able to do and and see and and report on and all that fun stuff so mm-hmm. we just got it's the it's it's the middle of august right now uh we just finished attending one of the biggest shows the conventions uh definitely here in indianapolis where we live but yeah. also probably one of the biggest conventions in the nation it's uh gen con one of the biggest it's biggest. huge it's i mean it's massive it's like, nuts this is our first year <laughs> attending i've uh, been before okay you've been before sorry this, yeah. this is my okay. first year somehow but yeah i mean it, <laughs> it was massive do you remember was yes. it bigger or smaller this year um it, it honestly it, it feels about the same um just People upon people upon people and vendors upon vendors. I mean, it's just nuts. I mean, really overwhelming, but in a good way because yeah. it's all things that, you know, people are excited about. Yeah. And, you know, like like a con is supposed to do and brings a lot of different people together. And yeah. But Gen Con's a little different. Um, it doesn't, it focuses heavily on, on gaming um, and that, you know, it, it's cool. We like tabletop. Mm-hmm. gaming um we're not huge video gamers yeah. um so it was a little different but i mean it's still it's still cool yeah. uh, what surprised me the most about it i think is that you know we, we've been to a lot of other conventions at the indiana convention center mm-hmm. the convention center is a huge place but yeah. like pop uh gen con rather had its had its main hall, its vendor hall, yeah. and that was alone as big as some other conventions that we've been to. And then it had the, the main gaming hall, and that uh-huh. alone was as big as some other conventions. And then it had a Dungeons and Dragons room, <laughs> and that alone was as big as some of the, I mean, yeah. it was just, it was massive. It was like three yeah. to four times as big mm-hmm. as any other convention. My uh, my favorite thing about that was the room that they were having their dragons and their dungeon, oops, their Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons room was the same room where I had my literal college graduation. Not my figurative college yes. graduation. No. The room that held my college graduation was the same room that held a Dungeons and Dragons tournament. Which I, is I wonder which one was more hilarious. popular. I don't know. But Probably uh... <laughs> not my college graduation. Well, if you didn't have to go across stage and roll a 20 in order to get your diploma, I think they probably have a leg up on you. So. Yep. <laughs> No, it was a, it was a lot of fun. It was overwhelming, like in the amount of people that were there, mm-hmm. you know, cause it started, you know, a lot of conventions will start Friday afternoon and run the whole weekend, just like a regular weekend convention. This one, Wednesday night, people were lining up to grab their, you know, their, their, their tickets and their badges and all that stuff. And then Thursday morning, things opened up, they unleashed the beats and it ran for yes. four full days. Maybe, um, once we post this, we should post the link to the video of when they first opened the doors yeah. and it's like... I don't even know what to compare it to. 
but it's just like a massive wave of people just flooding in. Yes, it was a, a <laughs> throng of people just open, <laughs> as the doors open, people just just crowding in there. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was quite an experience, and it uh, I believe on their on their website they sent a little post. Uh, post convention recap, mm-hmm. and I think one of the things they said was maybe their unique attendance was over sixty thousand. So it, like individual tickets and people who bought, and then of course like their turnstile, like people coming and going every day was like over a hundred thousand easily. I believe. I yeah. mean, it was just a, a that's insane. That's so many people. people, and people come from everywhere to go to Gencon, oh, yeah. which oh, is yeah. so cool and such a good thing for Indiana. So I hope we don't lose it. Yeah. Thanks, Pence. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, just a few uh, um, political messages mixed in here. Not not too many here on the show. Especially if I'm but. talking, I can't hold myself back. <laughs> but no, it was it was overall it was a very cool experience. Uh, I think our personal game collection probably doubled in oh size after getting home after all the things we bought. So um, hopefully, you know, I've got a few contacts where we should be able to uh, do some interviews with uh, with a few different gaming type people here in the not too distant future. We've got a really cool game company here locally um, that hopefully we'll get a chance to get connected with. One of my favorite games of all times um, is a uh, card based game, a deck builder called Star Realms. It is is the bane of my wife's existence <laughs> here. Not that she dislikes the game, but because I play it so much, like constantly on his phone, like <laughs> all day. I just hear the notification for Star Realms going off, and I like hear it in my nightmares. And it's it's literally all day. I look over at dinner. We're on a date. I look over, and he's doing Star Realms. Let's see. When we're out with friends, I look over, and he's playing Star Realms. Yeah. If he's not playing it, he's talking about it. But see, the thing about it is that it's so easy to just play a game because you can play, uh, you know, the app on your phone. Obviously, there's the physical game, which I have a copy of, but then there's the app on your phone, which is a, a robust app, and it lets you do a lot of different things. You can, you can download it for free and play locally through campaigns, and then you can pay a few dollars and go online and play unlimited online. It's a one-time payment. You can go online and do your thing. So don't look at me like that. You drop like $9 <laughs> on Kindle books or, or Nook books all the time. Oh, so. I dropped $9 to expand my knowledge. Yeah, I expanded my knowledge. This is a tactical game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thought processes, so uh, mental tactical. challenges. Um, but no, you can go play <laughs> unlimited online games. But when you're playing a game, you have the option to play um, what's called a three-minute game or a 48-hour game. The three-minute game means that when you and your opponent are playing, you have three minutes to make your turn, and then it'll be their turn, and they have three minutes to make their turn. So that's a quick game. That will, oh. you'll, you'll be done with the whole total game yeah. within 20 minutes or whatever. Yeah. That's not what I play most. Nope. What I play most is the 48-hour game, yep. which means when your opponent plays, you have 48 hours to make your next play. Mm-hmm. And then when you play, your opponent gets 48 hours. So that can be stretched out, but when I play it, it's like 10, 15 seconds, and it's all done. Right, but 10 to 15 seconds adds up pretty quickly throughout the day. It's, you know, I've had some other games on my phone that have taken up a lot more of my personal yeah. time. So <laughs> this is, a, this oh, is well. as, as vices go, I would venture to say that this one is not a bad vice uh. overall. But we're going to talk to the creator of the game. I've got, uh, awesome. uh, I've got some, we're going to have some fun with that. Um, another thing we've done this summer, mm-hmm. in addition to conventions, we'll, we'll come back to conventions because there's been some other cool cons that, that we've been able to go to. But another thing that we've been able to do this summer is really see 
not just a lot of cool movies, but we've we've had the benefit of being able to see movies uh, a little earlier than the average fan yeah. this year. Super important. Um, earlier this year, I became a uh, staff writer for a wonderful online site called nerdbastards.com, um, where you can go and read about you know pop culture news. You can read reviews about movies and books and games and TV shows. Uh, and I am one of their... Um, I've become one of their more featured reviewers, uh, and I think that's because I've been able to put myself uh, in contact with with some groups that host press screenings around town. So we've gotten to go see, like, we saw Ant Man four days early, and yeah. you know, just got uh, last week's All American Ultra four days early, and things like that. So it's been fun to kind of see some of those movies a little ahead of time and, and get a little bit of a uh, of yeah. a sneak peek, if you will. And that's not to say that you have to be um, a really fancy, important writer like Tony to do that, because there are lists you can get onto, right, for the oh, yeah. general public yeah. to go see movies early if that's the kind of thing you're into. Yes, there are great resources. In fact, I'll, we'll give you some right now. One is a website called uh, GoFobo, G-O-F-O-B-O.com, GoFobo.com. You can go sign up, and when they have press screenings in your area – they will send you an email. Yeah. Uh, now, a disclaimer with that is that th- these are general public, mm-hmm. and there's normally one screening. Right. So if they send you an email, if you can't reply or if you, if you can't go onto their website and click submit, you know, redeem my passes, if you can't do that within the first five minutes of receiving that email, odds are good you won't, odds are good you won't be able yeah. to get on that list. And. Really, if you're like press as like Tony and I are now, well, Tony and whoever he decides to take as his companion. <laughs> Most times you, but sometimes it's you can't me, go. But I'm not real press. But um, but uh, the only difference there is that we there are some of the better seats in the theater are reserved for press most of the time not always it's not always that way and sometimes the lines are separated like press will be able to go in five or ten minutes before get situated and then the general public will will go in so it's cool and it's 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 i think it's really cool that the general public should they want to can go and see some of their favorite movies early and it's been a really cool experience we've met some cool people and yeah well, and that's where we started. Before. I said "cool" way too many times okay. just then. It's cool, like Stuff's eighteen. Cool is cool, man. <laughs> I mean, be- before we were able to get a little more legit with the writing and all that fun stuff, uh, you know, we were doing the same thing—just kind of clicking on passes where we could get them, standing in the line. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, you go and have fun at those movies. Oh, yeah, it's just that it. we just happen to have a slightly different experience now. But yeah. And now we make $20 every time. Here you go. So money in the pocket. I don't know if that's how much. I, sorry. It's a good. I just uh, made up a number. It's a nice then. flat number. I just you know? threw it out there. That's fine. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so, but, but this has been a good summer for movies. Like I've seen so many cool movies this summer. Mm-hmm. I it, My brain almost forgets that. Avengers Age of Ultron came out this year, oh it, like gosh. in May, just a few months ago. Yeah, I know. It feels like so long ago because it really does. we've had, what, Ant-Man and Ant-Man uh, what else awesome. have we seen? Well, Sand you and, saw Fantastic Four. Yeah, well, that's, that one, you know, you got to take the hits with the misses. So, uh, you know, not everything's going to be a home run. We did see, uh, I did see Fantastic Four. Uh, what else we see? San Andreas we saw San this Andreas year. was cool. Um, very got, different. Yes, very different. But very cool. Uh, like I said, American. Why do I keep saying? I don't know. American Ultra was last week. Uh, the Man from Uncle, um, yeah. Minions. We reviewed Minions. I mean, you know, just anything in that kind of pop culture entertainment vein. We're all over it. So yeah, for sure. Uh, Super fun. Go ahead. We wanted to go see Sinister. I thought the second. If you guys have not seen Sinister, the first movie, stop. Well, wait until this is done, and then whatever <laughs> else you're doing, go 
get it from a red box or something because it is a brilliantly done scary movie. And uh, the second one just came out Friday. Yep. Um, and we were going to try to go see it, but I don't know. For some reason, we couldn't. Yeah. Well, probably by the time that this show comes out this Thursday, the yeah. we will have seen it by then, I would imagine. True, but, yes. but yes, it's still in its first week of release. So yeah, definitely check it out. A good horror movie. Uh, is always a good thing, and it seems mm-hmm. to be about this time of year yeah, is, is when yeah, they come down between there. August and October yeah, is where sure. a lot of the horror movies kind of kind of come down yeah. to see people. Was so. Insidious three this summer as well, or was that? Uh, Insid- yeah, that was January, I believe. Was that really January? Yeah, that was January. Jeez, along where is with, my life um, going? What else came out? There was another. Um, is that when the uh, As Above So Below? Did oh that yeah, come out the one with year? the catacombs in Paris. Mm-hmm. That was. And the paranormal activity, the marked oh, ones, yeah, the newest yeah. paranormal activity. So, yeah. um, Tony and I like to be scared. We'll talk about scary stuff a lot, probably especially now as October oh, yeah. is coming up. Ooh, you know what we should do? We should try to go and talk to some people who run the haunted houses around Indy. And yeah, get we can them do on some. Yeah, yeah, we can do some live podcasting from the from the haunted houses. We frequent the haunted houses around Indy during we, October. <laughs> we love a you know anything that can kind of scare us is is a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I personally have been into horror movies for a long time and i know you have too you kind of grew up watching that kind of stuff but Mm -hmm. um thanks dad (laughs) in addition to doing freelance writing for nerd bastards and doing other nonfiction stuff uh i've been doing for a few years now have have had a zombie review website called the gore score at thegorescore.com and uh, it's accompanying book series and so we're definitely well attuned to the scary stuff so we'll talk zombies we'll talk scary movies we'll talk all that fun stuff as the show goes on so as the world turns well is that copyright infringement uh, i don't know maybe not the phrase but if you started like singing the music or speaking from the script i don't know anything else about it except for that's what it was called that's fair it might still be on i don't know some of those long-running soap operas are on like for like 20 30 shouldn't all of the characters have died in some horrific accident new characters son of so and so and (laughs) things like that i don't know so um well before we jump back into talking more about pop culture and nerdy stuff we want to tell the people a little bit about about you and me you know, give them a little brief overview about sure. Emily and who you are and what you do. Um, well, I'm Emily. I am Tony's wife, and that's all I do. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> uh, um, no, I'm Emily. Um, I am a lifelong resident of Indianapolis, and um, I spend my time renovating the wonderful house I bought from my grandparents. I'm very HGTV. Um, I have a job. <laughs> and you are a keeper with my <laughs> and um, with any spare time i love to do theater i love to perform um i like to do community theater around indie love to sing love to dance it's my creative outlet if i didn't have it i'd probably go crazy um and yeah i have a dog named priscilla and she's amazing in every way and tony loves her a lot She's a really high-maintenance chihuahua. She's a mess. <laughs> She's a disaster. Uh, I'm surprised you're not holding her right yeah, now well, as we're podcasting. she wouldn't allow that. <laughs> and um, I love my five-year-old stepdaughter, Amelia. She's the bomb.com. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's about it. That's, I mean, that's, I don't know. I like to read. I can quote Harry Potter trivia you don't really quote trivia, do you? You just know it. You can quote the movie and you can... And I know you, you trivia. You can spout trivia, yes. Yes. And when I was um, 11, my dad took me kicking and screaming to the first Lord of the Rings movie because my mom didn't want to go with him. And I thought it was going to be super lame. And that was the day that nerd Emily was born. Hmm. And I thank Tom Bohannon every day for that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. Cool. So, 
Nice. And back over to you. Good overview. So <laughs> I said way too many things. I'm no, sorry. I don't. I don't know if I can make myself <laughs> sound as cool as you, but I'll I'll, I'll, I'll try. Cool. I'll try. No, uh, I'm Tony. I'm Emily's husband. We've been married for about a year and a half now. I guess uh, we can probably thank your dad and, and his nerdy connection for for giving us as much in common as we do have with the scary movies and the and the and the nerdy pop culture love and things like mm-hmm. that. So. Um, we met doing improv comedy and oh, yeah. that's something that you still do. Uh, I've, yeah. uh, I've moved, I've moved away from it a little bit, but you're still doing it pretty routinely. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, um, I have a job too. I'm a, a day job as a director of client services for a medical consulting firm. But then of course, in my free time, I spend a lot of time doing, uh, like I mentioned, freelance writing, mostly, uh, mostly nonfiction, but I do write some fiction here and there as well. So, um, I work for my own website, thegorescore.com, for zombie reviews, and then nerdbastards.com for movie reviews. I do a lot of comic reviews, and then, of course, we do general kind of daily uh, pop culture ongoing news stuff as well. Uh, in addition to Emily's dog that she brought into our marriage, I have a, a dog, a wonderful little German Shepherd mix named Izzy, who is about nine years old and is not nearly as high-strung. As Priscilla is. She's loud. She is a little loud. She's, she's protective. <laughs> and then I, uh, uh, Emily mentioned her stepdaughter, which is my daughter, Amelia. She's five years old and a little doll has started kindergarten just last week. And uh, she is just a, a super smart little girl, um, sort of following in our footsteps in the pop culture related stuff, but but not too heavily. She she loves a good, um, you know, uh, just to throw down on some games with us and things she like that. So she loves board She's games. She's such a nerd. She loves to read. Yeah. Um, uh, we found an old uh, She-Ra book in in one of my boxes, and that girl loves that book. She loves She-Ra. She thinks it's really funny, so I had to go on eBay and find her some, uh, some She-Ra figures she has she-ra and princess angela and one of the bad girls like catra glimmer so she plays with them all the time of course she loves what all the, all the other girls love um the princesses, princesses and things like that although i do give her credit one of her some of her new favorite movies now she loves the nightmare before christmas she thinks uh oogie boogie uh the villain in nightmare before christmas is just so funny oh she loves to tell us that oogie boogie is full of bugs yes and her favorite thing yep and her newest movie now is hotel transylvania love that so she's she's getting into that kind of scary but not so scary she's in that pop culture zone with us a little bit yeah and i you never realize how cool your kid is but i remember on halloween we had a party and um we put on nightmare before christmas for the kids because we thought this is perfect it's halloween we have a ton of kids over here nightmare before christmas is the clear selection and Every child in that room was terrified of that movie. And Amelia was just like, this is my favorite movie. We were like, <laughs> and people were looking at us like, why are you showing this movie? We were like, um, because it's awesome. And our kid is cool. Yes. It's pretty much no contest, but, uh, but it's good to kind of have that, uh, I think to have that connection where it doesn't make, you know, her feel like she's doing something strange. I mean, she, she's right along, she's right along with us and having fun with it. And it's mm-hmm. just, I think. I think for anybody that's you find something that you like, be passionate about it, you know, uh, enjoy what you do, you know, be proud of it, and then you know, just kind of rock your thing. Just you know, do you do your thing, whether it's do it, whether it's superheroes, whether it's scary <laughs> stuff, whether it's makeup, you know, whatever. It would just just do your thing, be proud, own it, have fun with it. The show, yep. So, um, I think one of the cool things from earlier this summer, this is hearkening back to Indiana Comic Con, which I think was in March. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, But speaking to what we were just talking about with Amelia, uh, because she's a big Disney princess fan. Yeah. We had a chance to do an interview with one of the Disney princesses, the gal who did the voice of Jasmine, Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Linda Larkin. Sure. The voice of Jasmine. There she was. So we were, we were, you know, we, we met her, we did a little behind the scenes, did a, did a quick little podcast recording with her, uh, for, for a different show that Emily and I used to be a part of. And, uh, she gave a little shout out to Amelia. She said, hi, Amelia. And Amelia listened to it in the car and just went bonkers because she heard Princess Jasmine say hi to her. So that was probably one of the, one of the cooler things that we, that we had a chance to do this year. I thought that was pretty sweet. Um, we also got a chance to be a little more involved than the average fan at another convention here in town that was just when was that in june it was uh yeah, indie, indie, indie popcon. popcon that was the second annual indie popcon yeah um yeah yeah it was great it was a lot and you of know fun. i love popcon because they feature a lot of different nerdy things a lot of pop culture you know mm-hmm. it's just like a big conglomeration of all the things that people love and which i think is cool and it brings people together that might not you know be brought together all the time because yeah. they are fans of different things and and it's very low key you know it's mm-hmm. very like if you don't like this that's cool Let's go a few rows down and there might be something down there you know and it was just like you know it was very cool very low key but very um just very fan driven which i think is how it should be yes um so yeah i loved popcorn and we got to meet a lot of cool people edward james almost <laughs> i almost died getting to meet him because he is just amazing and i'm pretty sure i fangirled hardcore and i don't even remember what i said and it probably didn't make any sense but i do know that he gave me a hug and it was awesome and i just yeah it was just a really cool experience yeah it was a lot of fun the the creators of popcon like to say that the con in popcon doesn't stand for convention it stands for convergence and that's kind of their their oh, their thing. It's like, uh, that's so nice. you know, there's celebrities, obviously, <laughs> but then you know, like this year, they they featured heavily um, some YouTube artists. There were there were some YouTube people like uh, Jacksepticeye and Markiplier, very popular people in their own realm. Uh, there were celebrities, and uh, we had the benefit. Uh, uh, I got to moderate a lot of those panels, which was very cool. So we got to uh, be on stage and moderate the panel with Edward James Almost, which again, amazing, amazing mm-hmm. fellow, very cool. Um, Sam Jones, the original Flash Gordon. Well, not the original Flash Gordon, but Flash from the 1980s movie that everybody knows. And, and you've seen him in Ted and Ted 2. Uh, just an amazing guy. Very, very cool guy. Um, and, and then we got to chat with, uh, with some other people as well. Uh, John Delancey was there. Uh, Peter Spellos, who is a, an amazing, oh, amazing gentleman. Love Peter Spellos. And we're very lucky. If you don't know him, he's a, he's a wonderful, uh, both a feature actor and voice actor. He's done a lot of work with uh, Transformers, Men in Black, things like that. But he, uh, fortunately, has has quickly adopted Indy as one of his second homes. And he's going to come back here to our fair city yes. a lot more and do, do a lot more uh, in-depth theater work and things yeah. like that, which is very cool. Well, so. Peter Spellos is so cool because he's like a big advocate of bringing people together, I think, because I think he really saw that there are people out in the Midwest and you know in the surrounding states who are so passionate about just doing different things. And I think that really touched him. And I, I love that, that he's just wanting to embrace that kind of culture and like cultivate it and it's great and i can't wait for him to come back and do some stuff yeah yeah it's gonna be really cool i think as as we are recording maybe not when this is released but as we're recording he is in england right now for an auto assembly a big uh, transformers convention over there so he's so cool i know it's very cool um 
but yeah, PopCon was was a was a great time. Yeah, um, um, Casper Van Dien. Oh yeah, that's right. We got to became we became my new BFF. He was a very cool guy. I got to moderate <laughs> his panel, and then we got to uh, again with a with another podcast that, that that we used to participate in. We did a a game of Cards Against Humanity live on a podcast stage with Casper Van Dien, and that was just uh, it was so cool. That was a, a once in a lifetime experience, I think you might say. So yeah. um, we got a chance to uh, chat with Sophie Aldred, who is one of the classic Doctor Who companions with the seventh doctor sylvester mccoy um a fabulous lady wonderful gal so cool and the how i loved her story about how she became ace was yeah. so cool like it was i'll just give a brief rundown yeah. because i'm never going to be able to tell it like she told it but <laughs> she said she was doing a show at the time i can't even remember what show i wish i could remember but uh, fiddler on the roof was it fiddler yes and she was in the chorus right of, of yes. fiddler it was a local uh, yeah. it was in liverpool maybe Something or out. london i don't remember but um and this was before the days of cell phones yes. and things like that. And so she went to her audition for Ace thinking it was a long shot, she told us, right? Yeah. Like she thought, I'm never going to get it, right. whatever. Remember, she had to travel from she where she from was the train. into yeah, London. She and, took yeah. the train. And so and they called her back and she told us that she was like, oh, I have to get on the train again <laughs> and go down here and audition for this role that I'm not going to get, whatever. And so then I guess like a few days went by and she got to the theater that she was doing Fiddler on the Roof. And I guess there was this bulletin board where you could like leave messages for people mm -hmm. or whatever. And one of them was like, Sophie, call, or as she said it, Sophie, ring your agent. Ring your agent. Ring your, that's horrible <laughs> British accents. We are the worst. But it's said, more Australian, ring, but yeah. It said, bad. ring your agent. Um, like ASAP, like right now. And so she called her agent and her agent was like, you got it. Which is awesome, right? Like, that is just so cool. And then she had to go do a show as a chorus member yep. of, you know, Fiddler on the Roof. And everybody was like, she said that during the show, people would, like, walk past her on stage and be like, congratulations. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it was just so cool how, like, you know, you you start out, you just do what you love and just hustle and do the work. And it just works out sometimes. Sure. And it's just so cool. Sure. And I'm sure it was even more pronounced with her over there because in England, Doctor Who's been big for a long time. I mean, mm -hmm. even in the 80s and the 90s, it's been on for 25, 30 years. Over here, it really didn't catch on until the new iteration started back in, what, 2006, something like that. Think, yeah, yeah, with the, with the with ninth Doctor. But, but yeah, she was... <laughs> My one true love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. sun and stars. We'll have, a, we'll have a whole episode dedicated <laughs> to Doctor Who. I have no doubt where we can debate if your Doctor's better or mine is better. Spoiler, it's mine. Seven, it's Sylvester mine. McCoy. Awesome. Um, because you never forget your first Doctor. But again, we're going to the Doctor Who stuff a little later on. Um, we'll also be talking about that as the new show starts here in a couple weeks, or the, you know, the new series and all that fun stuff as well. Um, that's another thing we're lucky. Indianapolis is a surprisingly cool town for us because we've got some big conventions, and this is the headquarters of Who North America. So awesome. Just so awesome. This just massive so cool. warehouse of Doctor Who stuff, and it just, it's like not open to the public except for certain Saturdays of the month, and you have to go, and I mean, it's you just make an appointment amazing to go. thing. It's right. so cool. Amazing. Ugh. And so they cool. are the ones who brought us Sophie Aldred, and they brought us um, Sylvester. That's right. Last at year at PopCon, yeah. we got to meet Sylvester McCoy, which is very cool. So that's super cool. If they could bring Eccleston. I doubt, I highly doubt that Eccleston is doing anything who related these days. We, we, you and I are familiar with the, with uh, how he didn't, long story short, he didn't leave Doctor Who on the best of terms. That's why he okay, was a one-year no, show, actually, a one-year okay, doctor. Don't paraphrase because uh, okay. his article said that he, him and two people at the top 
didn't get along, and so they all mutually decided that it was best if he okay. move on. That's and that's not leaving on. And that's how adults do things. The best of terms, if you but if it's you not decide, bad that's terms. fine. That's fine. It's but it, just. It is what it is. Not desirable. He left under less than ideal terms. Yeah, let's, okay. yeah, let's say that. Because obviously, you want anybody who takes over an as iconic a role as Doctor Who to play it for more than one year. Yeah, but he took, he did all he needed to do. He did all right. I mean, he he sparked it here in the United States, mm-hmm. so you got to give him credit for that. So, but um. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, we can but, talk about it forever. <laughs> no, but nerdy. Quick nerdy Doctor Who moment for us before we move on to something else is uh, when we met Sylvester McCoy at last year's PopCon, mm-hmm. you know, the first ever PopCon, um, we took with him to get signed uh, a very special piece of memorabilia. And we also dressed, I dressed up as Sylvester as the seventh Doctor, and you dressed up as uh, not Ace, but as Mel, his other yes. companion. So, um, but Sylvester, when, when you and I got married last February, in February 2014, uh, we had a photo booth, and one of the things we had at the photo booth was a bunch of those props, hats, glasses, all that fun stuff. But our photo booth folks, who, 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 who were, were wonderful, they, they added um, some specialized props for us. They gave us foam head cutouts. Of our two favorite doctors, so so Christopher Eccleston was there as a foam core head, and Sylvester McCoy was there as a foam core head. Well, when we met Sylvester, we took the foam core head because we got to keep that stuff. We we took it to him and introduced ourselves and kind of explained why we have this this life size foam head of him. And you know, we said you were essentially at our wedding, and so it was really cute. He congratulated us, and then he wrote on there when he signed it. He said to Emily and Tony, "Congratulations again, love Sylvester," and things like that. So. You know, things like that. It's just it's cool to kind of have that that connection come full circle, you know, because not only have I been watching him for a long time, but then to have him, you know, to have us have him in certain fashion at our wedding and then, you know, kind of have him, the man himself, sign that, you know, special, you know, personalize it for us. I thought that was very cool. He was cool at the con. Like, we just kept looking over to see him just wandering around the floor. Like, he just did (laughs) not want to stay at his booth. Like... He, we would look over and Sylvester was just walking by, like saying hi to people, and yeah. everyone was like, "What?" It was cool. And he just, like, there was a there was a TARDIS prop at at one of the vendors, and he oh, stopped yeah. and got in there, and people instantly like like taking pictures. And he goes, he goes, "This is mine." And it was just <laughs> very, very, you know, just a very personable guy, which I think we are discovering too. The more that we interact with celebrities in a more behind the scenes fashion is that there are some of them who are really into it and genuinely excited to meet their fans and have fun with them, which is cool. Absolutely. So and, cool. Well, and that, that, that just makes you feel like the experience is 10 times amplified. Mm-hmm. Like what, like when we got to chat with Edward James, almost oh, it was like, so cool. He was just the he, nicest yes. man. And he's so passionate about what he does, which is amazing. And when I told him, I, I do remember what I said a little bit. I do remember that I said I wish it could be the first time I watched Battlestar Galactica. Like every time time. I watch it, I wish it could feel like I felt the first time I was watching it, which was 98% of the time a blubbering hot mess because that show (laughs) played with my emotions. Um, And he said, he was like, I appreciate that. He goes, but watch it again. And he was like, because you will, oh yeah, you will just have a totally different experience when you know what's coming, and you see all of it playing out. Like he was excited about it. He was telling me, like, yeah. watch it again. Like it, it'll be so much better. And when celebrities are like that, like, you know, because he could have just been like, oh, okay, thanks, weirdo. You know, right? <laughs> but yeah, no. thanks for thanks for making me cash my paycheck yeah. again. You know, but. <laughs> 
But he and he sidebar, he is absolutely correct because I you know I had the the pleasure of watching the show when it was on quote unquote live on Sci Fi in the early two thousands, and then you and I watched it together. That's where you and I were, were introduced to it when we got to watch it. So your first time through was my second time through, and I did. There were more things that I different things that I saw. But the first time through, I was exactly like you. It was like an emotional roller coaster. Oh I mean, you have no idea for a, for a quote-unquote science fiction show to take you uh, in, in that kind of a personal, emotional mm-hmm. ride was, so was, was, was very cool. So. And it was like, literally, I would text him. I was, in, I was still in college, like undergrad, I think, at that time. So I would like be on my way home from class, and I'd be like, yeah. you better have Netflix ready when I walk into the door <laughs> because we have to find out what happens in Battle Star Galactica. It's a very engaging show. <laughs> like so. I've been thinking about it all day. Yes. But yes, those kind of things for celebrities are cool to be engaged and appreciative of what they did. Yeah. Sam Jones, you could tell, was the same way. Oh, like He, he loved, so, loved talking he Flash. He was so cool. And when we were, we were um, podcasting with him at his booth... Um, a younger fan came up and he was like talking to him and it was just so cute and because the fan was so excited and he was so excited and stuff like that is just so awesome. When you, you want to think that your favorite celebrities are passionate about what they do and that mm-hmm. they care about their fans. Um, and unfortunately that's not always true, but when it is true, it's just really awesome. Right. Cause there is the flip side and uh, here we don't necessarily have to name names, but we can say that we have ran across some people, I, I think maybe at least one of them, the name we've already said in this show, spoiler, but, uh, um, you know, people who are not, they, for whatever reason, they don't seem as engaged. It might be they're not having a great weekend. They don't want to be here. That might just be their mentality. It might be that they're doing something else and that this is just a means to an end for them. But for whatever the reason, certain celebrities seem like they are not They're not that excited. It. And you can feel that, though. The fans can feel that. Even if you're just a general fan, they're you general admission tell. waiting in their you line. You get that vibe. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it's not Casper Van Dien. It's not Casper. Um, he wore a different colored Rico's Roughneck shirt every day. <laughs> <laughs> he loved and He was spouting his Starship Troopers. Oh, yelling like it. no tomorrow. Just, I, and just I, which yelling. Which I loved because I'm a huge like, Star Trek Troopers fan. Yeah. I loved that. So. When he wasn't telling me how hot I was, he was saying his to see, because uh, at, at the end of our podcast on, on the on the podcast stage with him, where we were podcasting Cards Against Humanity, uh, that culminated in him essentially carrying you off the stage. Literally picked me up and carried me. Off. And to see Johnny Rico carrying my wife off the stage, for the average person, that might be a little weird. For me, I was like, "I salute you, sir. This is like, I'm okay. <laughs> I it, it, it's good. Yeah. I mean, like, I grew up watching the Starship Troopers franchise and enjoying you in those movies. So you can do whatever, not whatever, but you can do whoa, whoa, whoa. a moderate amount. <laughs> no. You could do that thing you did to my wife, yeah, and bingo. that's it. Ding, ding, ding. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but right. yeah, so uh, what else? What else has been going on recently? Anything else? You know, I think we we really um, we really just we did a good job. Explain. Wow, we hit it was all the, cool. we hit all the highlights <laughs> that we needed to hit. Um, you know, I, I'm really excited to do this. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, I can't wait to. Um, do it some more, talk to some cool people, get connected with other podcasters and, you know, just branch out there and talk about all the things that we all love to geek out about. One of the biggest things I want to make sure that we do is connect with people who are listening as well. Oh, sure. Um, and sure. we are well set up. You can come find us online at popcultish.com. That's P-O-P-C-U-L-T-I-S-H.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at popcultish. I Insta. think Emily's going to handle that and hopefully take some cool pictures, put some fun stuff up there. Uh, at Twitter, you can find us at B-B-E, popcultish. Uh, that was the only one that we couldn't quite snag the popcultish name. But everywhere else, you can Lame. type in popcultish and come find us. Facebook.com slash 
slash pop cultish. We're going to do a lot of uh, fun stuff interacting with fans. We're going to do some yeah. giveaways. We want to get your opinions and feedback. We want to hear what you want us to talk yeah, about on the show. Yeah, sure. Send us so, some ideas. So yeah, we're going to have some fun with this. This yeah. is going to be this is going to be a good show. I'm yeah. I'm very excited. I'm so. very excited as well. Cool. And we hope you are excited. Yeah. Everyone out there. All 12 of you. That's right. Mom, I know you're listening to this first one, so get excited, Mom. But uh, no, uh, So yeah, that pretty much wraps it up yeah. for the first episode. We are awesome. shooting to do these every Thursday, so hopefully you'll be able to come back and hear us. And you should be able to find us on all the fun places, YouTube, iTunes, all that fun stuff. Come find us, subscribe, take a listen, do all the fun take stuff. So. Emily, yeah. thank you for being here with us on the first show. Thank you. You're awesome. I live here. Yeah, it's true. You're gonna, I'll see you. I'll see yeah, you in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> see you in the hallway. Yeah. So, no, yeah. Thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you again real soon. And until then, be proud, be passionate, be pop culture. Oh yeah.